yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. I think this is episode 81. Shout out to the Terrell Owens of the world. Um, <laughs> we are Reasonable Wrestling. I am Chris the Most High with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. What's good? And we are here to bring you that real that uncut, unfiltered, unedited, underground, a professional wrestling podcasting. On, Yo, let's turn up a little bit, guys. Now, what's happening? Though? What's up, everybody? What's up? Um, y'all already know what it is, man. Follow us on Twitter, RW Podcast One. Everywhere else is Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. That's that's Facebook. That's IG. You know, fuck it. If y'all want to Google us, man, it's Reasonable Wrestling, SoundCloud, all SoundCloud, that, man. Just, everywhere. You know, follow. Follow like, us, man. Subscribe. Do all, all that, that, man. All that social media stuff that you guys talk about. And you guys should show all that support to all your other podcasts and all your other people. Y'all show that love back to us. Know, and y'all comment I, with us, too. I know, I know why some people don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, and it's all gravy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... Everybody don't want to seem too cool, you yeah. feel me? Which is alright, but we're gonna see y'all niggas. It's all good. <laughs> <For> uh, <sure. laughs> we got we got a we got a show. We got a show. We got a good show. We're doing it a little bit late. Um, we we record every Saturday. If y'all mm-hmm. niggas don't know what it is, um, so we're gonna give y'all kind of the week that was encapsulated. Um, some of it may be old news to y'all, but fuck it, nigga. We gonna report about it on our shit if it matters to us. You know what I mean? So. We got a heavy week of, of some shit to get into, shit that mattered to us, shit that made sense, um, shit that was, uh, quote-unquote, reasonable in wrestling this mm-hmm. week, you know what I'm talking about? So, uh, first off, the first, uh, usually we, we, we don't have a little formula when we do stuff, but we're going to work from oldest to newest. Um, the week started with Monday Night Raw, um, and it was um, continuity, a continuation of the story of last week. Mm-hmm. Um um, Seth Rollins, the big takeaway for me uh, from Raw, Seth Rollins solidifying his heel turn, uh, linking up with AOP uh, was something that was, we we kind of had a feeling that they were going to, they didn't necessarily swerve us, they gave it to us actually kind of mm-hmm. earlier. As a wrestling fan, I will not continue to, uh, personally, as a wrestling fan, I will I will not continue to be mad of getting something not how I want it. All right. I won't do that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a critic to the hardcore, and I'll critique even if I like it, you know? <laughs> so, oh, my God. Yes. I'll critique even if I like it. I'm going to be dead ass. Like, I mean, I'm glad they're t- they're turning him into a heel. I can bring nuance to the conversation of Seth as a heel. I said they wanted to make him – I want to make him the biggest heel in the business. Like, I want to see Seth become – the biggest heel in all of wrestling, not just WWE. Um, and this is a start. So I'm not mad at the heel turn, per se. Now, I will say that um, I would have saved it for um, TLC, give a little speculation, give a little mystery to it. And that's just how I would have booked it. I'm not killing them. I'm not saying that they did a bad angle. Right, right. I'm not saying that they're that this is not good. But I'm going to critique it as far as how I would have booked it and how I would have... Um, you know, like to see things go. Now, him and AOP uniting together. I, I, I like in wrestling. They always do this where they put people together. We don't really know why or how it happened. Um, I hope that there is, and we gave they gave us a reason with his promo, but I thought it was kind of lackluster. I do think that it was like, um, and I liked how he kind of like said, "Hey, you guys." Uh, turned me. Y'all turned fiction, y'all turn, y'all turn y'all turn. fiction into reality. Yeah, into fiction into reality. That's, that's niggas talking about that Twitter shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't work yourself into a shoot, nigga. 
Okay. And that's true. Don't work yourself. Yeah. Don't go on Twitter with your Twitter fingers working yourself into a shoot. Because, nigga, that, a, a, a lot of the backstage stories that, that we hear, because obviously we're not there, mm-hmm. is you can't go to Vince with trigger words. Okay. Like, if you go to make a pitch or if you go to talk to Vince about something and you fuck up and slip up and say a word, it may fucking trigger him to put you in a whole nother fucking <laughs> stratosphere category that you yeah. wouldn't even attempt Yeah, you'll to spark so. a, a, a moment of Vince genius Mega. where he just throws you into something else where you're like, okay, but, how do I get end up here? In this, in, this, in this particular case, I don't think this was Vince genius. I think this was Heyman genius. I think okay. Heyman, we, we've been talking a lot about, we've been testing Heyman's pen. Kind of mm-hmm. like Drake almost. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, yeah. nigga, is you really that writer? Yeah. Nigga, or is that Quinn Miller? You feel me? <laughs> so, 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 so Heyman was like, you know what, nigga? My pen is still vicious. Let me go ahead and edit this real quick. Let's get this on the move and let's get it started. Yeah, so, so I think Heyman, because he, he is, I think if that's, if this is his writing that he, he's doing the damn thing with that. Um, but I don't want to overlook Seth's performance on the mic. Seth is just so good as a heel. Well, I, th- I, th- I think he's like that goes back. I know we don't we don't talk. I don't mean to cut you off, but this is the point. And and I'm mm-hmm. and we, we, we 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 had a pre production meeting, but we didn't talk too heavy on this. I did mm-hmm. pay attention and, and listen to a little bit of Busted Open uh, with with Lagreca and Bully. Bully Ray. And Bully had a great point to what you just said. Seth just. Is. He just was a heel, bro. He his just... inflection, his tone, <laughs> his cadence, like his yes. facials, like it, it's it just is with Seth. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. when you give him something that he can just go home to, mm-hmm. I think that 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 was perfect. For uh, him, he sounds I mean? a little off when he's doing babyface promos, but when he sets, he does heel promos. It's like perfect, like it's flawless. <laughs> so the past two weeks, um, where you've seen him kind of like, well, well. well Three, two, three weeks ago, and mm-hmm. this past promo where he, where he chewed out the Raw roster, and then this one promo. Yeah, I was really impressed, you know. And um, so I'm not trying to kill it too too much, but because I actually am happy about it, um, especially I with do, AOP, man. Yeah, especially they, with AOP, they, they need a mouthpiece for one, mm-hmm. and they need a heater for sure. And he needs a heater. Uh, Seth needs a heater. Exactly. Yeah, Seth needs so a heater. It kind of um, hand in hand. Does he need a heater? I don't know. But I think that at this point, he might not need one, but I don't mind him having it. <laughs> having them. I think, realistically, if we're going to talk about it, you know what I mean? Seth is every bit of what we talk about with Adam Cole. As far as if you give him a chance to be an opportunist, if you give him a chance to be slimy, Excuse me. If you give him a, a, a chance to coerce people, mm-hmm. he'll be able to do so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, without having his faction behind him, you know, a big dog or a lunatic friend or mm-hmm. something like that, you gotta have a little bit of muscle. Okay. Um, and I think we made the joke that he had big capital J and Jake security. <laughs> yeah, him, pretty much. But um, no, nah, um, having having um, uh, uh, Noble and and um, and uh, and, and by the way, I was going to cut you off, but they're former tag team champions. Don't forget, guys, AOP are former tag team oh, champions. Yes, so for sure. he has backing them up, former tag team champions. Not like those are just some guys who came from NXT. I'm all for this, 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 and, and not so much that it's cruiserweights either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Jamie small. Noble and Joey Mercury yeah. were, were were smaller than yeah. Seth, 
So the story that they were telling with Seth previously with having backing is different than the story they're telling now. He doesn't have the authority. He doesn't have, you know, like, it's a little bit different. It's going to make the baby face matter a little bit more, which is Kevin, uh-huh. because he has to then overcome the two monstrous people yeah. to get the Seth, which I kind of like. I, yeah, I, 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 I like, like it. Yeah. I so like I, so um, shout out to Paul Heyman and Raw, because that is the right move. I So I, I can't say that's not, that's not. That's the right move. Just, just period. Um, well, also on 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 Raw, we had conversations that we said we wanted to talk about Becky, Becky and Charlotte, um, uh, Viking Raiders versus Street Profits, and then the Street Man. Before I get lost in the conversation, mm-hmm. I would like to say best. We haven't done a lot of this. One of my best written or best. I'm gonna say my best written for this week or even for this show in particular was the Street Profits segment. Um, okay, I like the Monday after the weekend updates or whatever that weekend is. Weekend update. The, I, <laughs> for one, a it lets us know that they trust them. Uh-huh. Uh Did I start with a or one? You said a. Okay, because <laughs> I would have did that a two things. <laughs> Got you, bro. Got you. Um, B, um, when we talk about um, writing and creativity and even being in the know of pop culture, we kind of give New Day that pass of when mm-hmm. they come out and what are those or P.O.P.O. Yeah. They give us those little things. Now, having Colin Jost and uh, 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 Michael Che actually mm-hmm. on WWE programming, yeah. it kind of makes sense how they were able to do that. Um, and shout out to them if they were on board with helping them write or a producer. I mean, I don't her. know if they were on board with this one, but I think they just went out and had the liberties to kind of who, who put together. Who, who kind of well, the reason why I asked that is because uh, USA is an NBC product, and so is um, Saturday Night. Yeah, Live. but Saturday Night Live it's a stretch because Saturday Night Live was they're working right no, now, I, <laughs> so they're they're in their season. Colin Joe saying that they don't got no time. To no, be I, I know Ryan Street Profits. No, I, not even that. But it, what if like for the simple fact of yo, we have an idea. How do we make this look not shitty? Well, because I think it looked it well, looked well, good. Time out, time out. I'm gonna say, and I love my Black Kings, my brothers. You know, however, I wasn't that. I wasn't that entertained by it. I thought I think that it's great that they have the opportunity to uh, create, and I'm and I'm glad that they have the opportunity to have their freedom. I'm liking the uh, the initiative. However, I, it didn't hit for me. I, I, the, the the laugh track didn't didn't work for me. Um, and this is me just being honest. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not trying to kill the dream problem because we know we love them on this podcast. We shot them out every week near the damn near. Damn near. So um, this is not this is all this is all love. You know. So I think the street profits. Are funny. I think that I would like to see this continue. Mm-hmm. I would like to see him try again, take another swing at the bat. However, this particular ang- uh, segment, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't make me pop. You know, so that's first personally. Man, it's very hard for me not to say that because I, I want to, I want to be dead ass honest. I, pro- I think I'm sitting in where I'm sitting right now. If we're not on TV or we're not simulcasting today, yeah. but whatever. But I'm sitting kind of where I'm at and. I hear the music, I see it, I'm like, that's got to be my guy. <laughs> and nobody else can pull this off, uh-huh, you know what I yeah. mean? So I sit, I watch it, and listen, um, every skit, every sketch on Saturday Night Live doesn't hit. Every yeah, sketch, sure. com- like Every sketch comedy doesn't work. Um, for them, 
I think this hit better than some of the backstage segments because it is A, trying more. And B... Give, but there is a such thing as trying too hard. I don't, you know, and I think that not necessarily that they're trying too hard, that that you can definitely go down the path where sure. you're trying too hard to for be funny. Sure. For sure. And I don't want them to try too hard to be funny. I want them to be funny. The backstage segments for me were, were funnier, pers- mm. personally. I think they had a lot of chemistry with, with people backstage. And I'm not saying they should be stuck in that lane. Mm-hmm. I think getting them in, in packages and promos and segments outside of the typical backstage segment. Is perfectly fine, but that one just didn't hit for me. So they, they take another swing at the bat next week and do another uh, post weekend update uh, and see if it see if it hits. Um, personally, that's just from my, my opinion, uh, but I'm definitely happy they're getting the opportunity. And they had a match with Viking. And Raiders. they had a match with Viking Raiders mm-hmm. with uh, another quote unquote babyface versus babyface. They mm-hmm. took the respectable L. Uh, did the fist pump after the match. Respect. Uh, mm-hmm. Still kind of made them. Look strong, not inferior. They just got beat by a better, more physical, uh-huh. more quote-unquote dominant team. And again, um, writing, writing again. Thank you, Paul Heyman, for not writing or scheduling another fucking squash match for the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. For sure. I was tired, bro. But I, they're doing it with Rowan, though. Huh? They're doing it with Rowan, though. As if we haven't seen Rowan squash people for his entire career. But again, I don't give a fuck about Rowan. <laughs> Rowan can wrestle me for the rest of time, and I will not care. But with the Viking, I don't want to see these squash matches. Period. Like that's how I'm saying. Like I mean, not period, but like for people that are new, I don't. I, I get it. Like Viking Raiders, they were new, and I get it. Yeah, Rowan doesn't need those. You know, I'm not to sidetrack, but Rowan doesn't need that, and I don't want to see it on Raw. Uh, but going but going back to Viking Raiders and Free Province, I feel you. You know, they got a real match. Finally, on Raw, and I'm done with it. This was the Street Profits, and it wasn't like they, they got buried. Nope, nope, and and it, it was good. And they have history. Yeah, so true. The, so if true they that. if they have if they want to if they if they can if they have the ability to, I would like to see that a little bit more because even at NXT Street Profits and, and Viking Raiders went at it. They were burners. They were bar yeah, burners. Great so, matches. Great matches. Uh, great. Both teams, you know, are incredible. Uh, Viking Raiders, they're, they're, they're real ones, you know. Uh, and I t- said it when they won the titles. I want them to have a long reign. Yes. So I was, I, you know, I, I think that they deserve to be looking dominant. And I think they should hold it to WrestleMania, at least. Viking Raiders should hold those titles to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have it there? You wouldn't have it go that far? So, see, and, that's and then the, Crown, then Crown Street probably said WrestleMania, well, maybe. I don't well, know. The thing about it is, is that. Now with tag teams on Raw, I feel like they can and will do a lot more. Uh-huh. They got the OC, they got um, Street Profits, uh-huh. they have uh, AOP now. Uh-huh. Oh my God, AOP and Viking Raiders. Oh yeah, What's we're that? getting that soon. We're getting that soon. <laughs> so that you know, so it, it is. It's good to finally see um, that happen. Um, one of my kind of. Uh, worst written or worst produced segments is also something alluding to Bully, Bully Ray and Dave LeGreco on Busted Open, which was Becky Lynch's handicap match with the Kabuki Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the table spot at the end, and Becky didn't sell. Um, I Before I even w- listened to Bully Ray, I was like, damn, table spot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, why she up? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, that needed a beat. Because that then would have made the next segment more with Charlotte, and the, you know what I mean. Yeah, like everything would have been a little bit more had more meaning. Exactly, and, and we'll get more into table spots having meaning later on in the podcast. <laughs> However, 
Becky, I get it. Becky's the man. Becky literally is the man on Raw. Like, there's no one bigger star on Raw, including Seth Rollins, than Becky Lynch. She can't look strong every single time. I'm sorry. You guys cannot. You guys are killing me with well, Becky Lynch. That's Roman. Looking, is it? it is Roman. Becky is it, Roman. But this is why they get the heat eventually. That's why, it's why people start to boo their asses. You make them look strong over and over and over and over again. And it's like, yo, the Superman atmosphere, uh, uh, this aura around them. Gets to get old and stale and tarnished. And it's like, all right, I love Becky Lynch, yo. And I loved her rise. I think her story is one of the best stories of 2019. It's one of the, honestly, best stories of this year. And obviously, it started at the end of last year. I don't want her to be tarnished and get to the point where people are booing her. Because she's looking just like the quintessential, we're forcing this person down your throat. Now, in her in her journey to WrestleMania, she has to have adversity. We've yet to see her have serious adversity since winning the title. And that's what tells a true testament of a champion. Stone Cold Steve Austin had adversity along the way. And he didn't look strong all, the entire time. You know, even though he did look very strong a lot, he didn't look strong the entire time. Undertaker got, got, got in on him. The Rock got in on him. And they got next next got one up on them. The heels. Triple They got one up on him. So Becky needs to have these heels, like especially Asuka and, and Kyrie Zane, look strong. When they have her go through a table, then what can be done to Becky Lynch at that point where she's actually going to let somebody else look strong? You know, so and so going forward, they have this TLC match. It's going to be... And then I, then I don't like the fact also that it's literally the champions calling out the challengers to challenge them. I don't like that. I don't like that Asuka and Kyrie Saint have to call out uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte to challenge them and say, I challenge you to challenge... Us, like, I get it. Like, you guys want to keep these girls strong, and they are the, the, the top woman nah, in the, in that, the Raw that roster. Was, that However, was, that was, again, that, that's why it's worse written. That's why that's yeah, that's why that segment was worse written to me. Because, A, if y'all gonna do what y'all did, then Becky and Charlotte needs to make the challenge. Yes. Like that they just makes got their the ass mo- two weeks in a row. That makes sense. That makes the most sense. That's reasonable. That's logical. That makes sense. And 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 you know, it would be. I mean, you're just making. You're just diminishing your tag team champions at that point. And I think I, I like the fact that Kabuki Rose are kind of rough, running roughshod because it makes the tag team championship look look good with them being the ones holding it, run, running roughshod, blowing business people's face, and it you know, taking people out. That, it only does that when you have legitimate tag teams. So. I mean, at least it makes them look good, at least. It, it does, but it does make the titles look strong. Oh, I guess not. It, I mean, it, I mean, uh, I think it makes them. I think it makes the title look strong because they have it. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you don't have the legitimate tag teams, but they, they have a spot on the show where it's like we are the tag team champions in the women's division, and we're doing what the fuck we want, you know. So I, I mean, I look, I look at it that way, but I can hear what you say with without competition. It's like, well, you, us, we know, like <laughs> there's nobody, there's no competition, so. Outside of, you know, obviously Charlotte and Becky Lynch. But, yeah, I really didn't like them challenging them to challenge them. Like, they're the champions. They shouldn't be like... Yeah, that... that, that You've already got one up on them tw- two weeks in a row. Why so did why you... Didn't it... Why do you need to match with them? And then my thing is, now you make the challenge. You put the ball in their court. And then they beat you. Yeah. So, if anything, Charlotte and Becky can be like... We want to see uh, at Sunday at TLC, and then Kabuki Wars can be like, "Yeah, 
for in a TLC match or something like, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? Like something like that. Make them challenge and then the Kabuki Warriors one up. Raise, 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 raise the, the, raise the stakes. The, yeah, you know what I mean? Y'all like a poker dope. game. You feel yeah, me? Like, exactly. I'll call you. Okay, exactly. bitch, I'll raise you. Exactly. Shit, you know what I mean? Like, All right. I like that. Call um, your bluff, man. So that 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 was that was kind of it for me. Um, as far as um, I don't know what they're doing with Becky and Charlotte. Um, this fucking they're gonna buddy, make them tag team champions. This budding relationship between Becky and Charlotte and Sasha and Bailey is just ruining both divisions across the board. I think man. it's tired. I think it's old. I think this uh, frenemy shit has been played out since they started on the roster, and um, it's time to. Make their identities outside of one another, and, I, and they already we we've seen it. They have identities outside of one another, but they're going they're heavily they're heavily kind of like and t- intertwined. Like yeah, like, when you think of one, you think of the other. Yeah, which is the the roster's too thick at this point. They don't do that to men. No. Yeah. The, the, even the, the, the even with the shield, they even when it. they're stuck, the even exactly yeah. even with the shield. Um. Well, I can't say that because when niggas when the shield was around, oh, I was so annoyed. Those niggas were fucking. They would make up LeBron type stats. You know? Only person with thirty three points, thirty three minutes, <laughs> six rebounds. Like nigga, what? <laughs> The shit Who's like, counting this shit? The shit would have astronomical fucking shit. No, you know what, what I mean, mean like, like, is like they weren't like tied to each other. Even when they separated, Roman immediately went to a feud with somebody outside I of the shit. Bray or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then Seth and Dean had their thing, and then they split up again, and they went and did their own thing. And then it's not like they're perpetually having angles with each other every single week because they're on the same brand. Well, even I, when Roman and Seth were on the same brand, yeah. they weren't having segments with each other every single week. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's perpetual with these two girls, with four girls. I should say, for so, women. So, excuse me. so it's 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 difficult with that um, watching it. So we'll see how this develops. I know, like we always say, it's in a slow time because, again, a lot of people don't take into consideration that they have a story that they're telling backwards. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people forget that they, they you know they work. April backwards, and then whatever falls in between there, they just deal with it. Yeah, but they have a a goal vision, and like last year, bro. Last year they did not look at last year when they signed Ronda. They was like, okay, we can possibly do a woman's main event. Nah, we not we not really committed to mm-hmm, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Ronda will be on the show. She'll be high profile, mm-hmm. and we think it's gonna be Ronda and Charlotte. That was what they wanted at the yeah. beginning of the year from Simon Ronda. Working, and then Jackson breaks exactly, so working all the way back, <laughs> nigga. And they had so from November, pretty much. Oh, baby, from yep. November, pretty much on, they had to restructure themselves to April. Yeah, and, and, and rightfully so. They, as we know, WWE fills, fills in the gaps. Uh, I think that uh, they're doing that now. That's why we get these droughts in December. That's why we get these. Gaps in in, in our wrestling, um, so yeah, we got to look at it from the prism of their they have a larger idea, they have a larger um, vision in mind. But we're gonna take a quick break because little CJ the Prince has just woken up from sleep. Hold your horses, guys. One moment. And we're back. Thank you guys so much for your patience. Um, yo, if anybody want to send your boy some Pampers. <laughs> Uh, uh, we only use Pampers sensitivity sensitive wipes, uh, but if y'all get a, your boy some huggies, you understand me? 
because uh, my baby's fat as shit. Sponsored by uh, Huggies and Pampers and Miller Lights for dads. And Miller <laughs> dads and uncles. Yes. Um, no, we, um, yeah, baby boy woke up, but uh, thank God the super mom came home in a nick of time, changed them, mm-hmm. fed them. Now we're back at the pot. Super mom, um, super dad. Super mom, super parents, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, we were before we went to the break. We kind of had to talk about the uh, the kind of the, the continuity or the connectivity of writing for television, WWE working its way backwards for WrestleMania, and how hard it is for for us to get what we want all the time mm-hmm. as far as um, intricate storytelling or match placements or because mm-hmm. they have different things for different people. Like they, yeah. and that's why we get this random AG Styles, Randy Orton. You know, again, yeah, again, you know, because I mean, they're two guys who they know they can trust, they can mm-hmm. go out there, have a good match, or have an angle. Um, so, with them like saying, Hey, we don't got nothing for you, y'all two mind working together, yeah, type shit, you know what I yeah, mean, you know. But I'm gonna, I mean, I don't mean to be shitting on Raw, I don't in any in any way because I think I get in a lot of process week actually. Um, but this angle is kind of convoluted, and I would have liked to see Ricochet in this somehow, you know, so like. And then, and then you got Rey Mysterio, who doesn't, who has a title, who's not in it. So that's where I'm missing the ball, because I, as a mm. fan, and I understand they're working backwards and all that stuff. So, but at the same time, I got to keep it real. You know, Ricochet is not involved in this. Your champion, your US and United States Championship, is not involved in this, and it's more high profile than the championship. Like right now, you don't. I don't have... think this is, involves the championship per se. I think they want to get AJ away from the title. I think they want to get AJ away from the title. And Randy's definitely not touching that title. But here's my point. My point is that you got two angles and no championship on you two singles men angles, and there's no title. And then you don't have a title on, on Raw, mind you. You don't have a Universal title. You don't got a US. All you got is the United States Championship, and you don't have a match for Rey Mysterio. Now they probably will throw a match on there, but it's not high profile enough to make us care about well, the match. I, th- I don't think Ray is going to wrestle on Sunday. He probably will. I, I'll I throw something out there. I, don't, my, I haven't seen anything yet. My thing is, A, I'm on this A and B thing today. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm going to yeah. switch it up. One. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need Ray on the show? Do the title, is the title relevantly even simmered enough to have a yes. match that matters? Because again, they didn't, they didn't book it though. They built Randy and AJ. I think it's only okay. I think it's only simmered. AJ was trying to get off the title. Ray having the title gives him gives gives heels who doesn't have a lot. Which Raw has a lot of heels. They don't have a lot of baby face. Andrade, uh, Buddy Drew, Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Um, there are a slew of people that Ray can also elevate th- that AJ won't be able to. And that's fine. I don't, I'm not saying they shouldn't have given the title to Ray. I think AJ can elevate anyone, by the way. Just real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, AJ sure. can elevate anybody. For sure. Um, but they want to get him off the title. That's fine. They want to put him in this Randy Orton thing. That's fine. My thing is you have no title on Raw. And this is maybe I'm old school because they just book it as, oh, you guys are watching wrestling on TV. Mm-hmm. And... I like the title to be showcased. I like the title to feel important. That's what makes WWE, I think, people buy in more. It's like, oh, you guys booking towards the title. You just be buying more when you guys say, hey, this matters. And rather than, hey, check in check in to see Randy Orton. Check in to see Roman Reigns. Check in to see John Cena. Pretty much but what, I'm basically, what I'm basically saying is wrestling has become this thing where you're, they're booking towards the show and just saying, hey, guys, tune in to see this person. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas for a wrestling fan, I always like them to book towards the title. And right now, Raw does not have one title. It does not have the Universal one singles man type championship that's being showcased. They're, they're just all the entire show is even the we can talk about Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Nothing is surrounding around a title on that show right now, and that's what I'm lacking from Raw. Well, I think that's why I've felt like AEW has not has been a little bit better. Because for me, when I tune into a wrestling show, I want to see like, all right, who's up next? Who's up next to contend for this championship? I can't, you man. Know? I can't say that for the simple fact that regardless if the title is involved or not, they have the ability to make stories matter without the title. Absolutely. So even with the and with, with, to combat this, um, this is the first time, I guess the first time in the last month that the United States Championship hasn't been kind of the secondary title on Raw for this for this reason. Do you guys care enough about it? They have to make us care. No, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, between, yes, yes, yes. No, between Ricochet... Okay, the right now, just off top, lineage mm-hmm. of the title. Joe had it. Joe lost it to Ricochet. Ricochet lost it to AJ. AJ's had it since he lost... Since he got it off of Ricochet. Have we cared about the United States title? I think we cared as much as we should. I think that's oh, United States Championship. Right, it's not exactly. Good. And I think that is for good matches. So I want to see... I mean, Ray go out there and have a good match pretty much. So Ray, that's fine. Ray just had a good match. And I would... But I do... For the title. No, 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 no. It's fine. And that's true. I do like to see on a show... If it was, if the Universal title was there, I wouldn't be having a problem. Put it, put it this way. If the Universal Championship was on Raw, I think there always should be... Or the WWE be, title. Or, or WWE... Because Universal title, Bray has it. No, he... Yeah, he won Oh, yeah, he got title, to... Oh, that's not it. He turned it blue. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the WWE Championship. If the WWE Championship was on Raw, then I wouldn't have this problem. I wouldn't be like, all right, you guys are not putting a story on your main title, on the top But title. you know why it's not on Raw. I do. I do. I know exactly why it's not on Raw. So in its place, to get us through this time, as a wrestling fan, I would rather than put... Made the United States Championship feel important. Because you don't always have these moments where... You have time on your TV show to to put a story around the United States Championship, you know, and they, they do use, they do they, they use, use that time to make what we let off the show with, which is KO and Seth. But they're also doing Bobby and Rusev, and they're also doing Randy Orton and AJ Styles, and that's why I got to this conversation. Those two angles could have somehow intertwined to the United States Championship. That's how I would have wrote it. Mm. They should have jumped off the boat with the Bobby and Rusev thing. I don't care if you just throw Ray Ray Mysterio into that or just to get it to have some substance. I, I mean, I would have rather... Not if they would have did that, we would have killed them. That's the thing. I'm not if saying that. I just threw that off the, off the top of my head. I you know. know but, I, if I, they, I, do, they do a lot of stuff that we... Like, they do a lot of shit thrown at the wall. They do. They they do like like how we do. Like we get high, we spitball, we like, okay, this makes sense, okay, now that makes sense. We poke holes in each other's shit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if they were to do one of these things that they didn't put thought into, we would be killing them as well. So okay. I like now, the, now I'm not trying to not put thought to, into what I say. I'm saying that Yeah, for sure. If the time they had for that, they booked a United States championship or the time they have for Randy Orton and AJ and they intertwine because it already had an in, in, inbred storyline with Rey Mysterio because of the way that it happened. So it should be a triple threat at the very least, mm-hmm. you know, and have that competition with these three guys. But what I'm seeing here is going to be a Randy Orton and AJ match, you know. And um, at least that's what it looks like on Raw. 
you know, but it was a good match. You know, I'm not going to shit on the match. So, because Raw has been giving good, great matches every week. Well, okay, but now, I got to be quite honest with the that, booking but, and how they're writing. Now we talked about last week. We just had a conversation about. You said that pretty much the basis was if AEW was on Mondays, would that push Raw to make it a better show? Anyway, but mm-hmm. you made the bold statement, proclamation that <laughs> AEW has been better than Raw. Excuse me. I do not see any indication of that. Yeah. Also, with Monday just now happening and AEW happening Wednesday, what is your what what is your stance on that now? Nah, this week I gotta say because yeah, you know, there's context in this. It's not just like I'm just gonna be an AEW fan and that's it. Um, uh, I I look at it because I look at it as wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan, so I on for week to week. If your show is better than Raw and SmackDown and NXT and Raw and, and all that shit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come here and say AEW got this week. They took the crown this week. Because you're because you're booking every single week and you guys are coming to the table with your best work. All these shows are coming to the table with their best work for writing weekly basis. That's what they're working behind the scenes to do. I'm gonna judge y'all. I'm gonna say yo when you when y'all hit y'all hit. And I thought AEW was hitting more than Raw was for the past couple of weeks. This week they did not hit that way for me. It did not hit that way for me. And I always like to say for me because I know y'all AEW fans are out there who love and eat everything up that AEW does. However. I'm not one of them. I'm going to judge these shows for each week because I do like wrestling. I'm even trying to branch my palate and uh, look at some impact and look at some ROH. And, you know, shout out to what they're doing with Sammy and, and Tessa Blanchard over there. I love it. Uh, if she, I, she has to win the title over there. So, and that's one to just give them some, show some love real quick. But there's other wrestling out there, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to show, because I think better, more wrestling makes the industry better. More wrestling makes uh, more competition for WWE better. For sure. However, this week, AEW, I had a lot of glaring issues with it. Um, <clears throat> a lot of going issues, and it's not because I don't. It's not because I don't want to see them succeed. I just got to keep it a buck when I'm seeing it. You know, when they, when the way they put it this way, the way they entered the sh- uh, start of the show today this week was uh, Chris Jericho coming out, and pretty much, uh, well, John Moxley had a quick match, came out, popped the show, popped the crowd, cut, just jobbed somebody out, and then Chris Jericho comes out, and he says he, he, they circled the ring, the inner circle with him. They circled the ring. Chris Jericho comes to John Moxley. He's like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! This, we're not trying to fight. It's all good. I'm not here. To, I'm not here to jump you. If we, if I could have done that, I would have already done it by now. I was just thinking that we have a lot of history, and you know, I was just thinking, you know, pretty much, would you join the inner circle? Now, give 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 us some time. Give us some time on that. You think about it. They gave him a shirt, and he's just looking at the camera like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Um, so they're they're just trying to build this angle with John Moxley and Chris Jericho. AEW guys, listen to me. You, this right time right now is more of a time than any to make your championship feel like it matters. And your championship feel like it's special. And to build an angle around the championship that makes us invested in the match when it comes. What I'm seeing the AEW done is that this is another faction offering another person entrance into their faction. This is like the fourth time I've seen this in AEW within... Since his inception, it's been—he's only been around for like two to two and a half months or mm. so, and the writing has had the last week. We saw the Nightmare Collective, Brandy Rose's woman, woman faction. I like that, like they're trying to do that, but she offers somebody induction into her into her faction. We saw a couple weeks ago it was kind of like the Jericho's and trying to initiate and uh, enter accept MJF into the faction, okay. and then we also have seen um, what's that team? The tag team. With uh, Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt, 
uh, Dark Order. Dark Order. We saw them try to get somebody into their faction. Now, I don't mind you having multiple factions on your television show, but when I see your writing is very repetitive as far as, oh, you guys did this, and I can see the patterns, and I can see the patterns of, of, of run-ins and, and, and turns on, Christian, on Cody Rhodes. You guys just had run-ins. Everybody's debuting and turning on Cody Rhodes. I, it's like you guys are not taking your time to really write a show that's different week to week. And I know it's different because there's different matches. I know it's different because you have different stars that you're showcasing. And you guys have some flexibility with how you showcase it. It's not easy to bring all these, these these different characters together in a cohesive manner. But I think John Moxie and Chris Jericho should mean more. And that's not how you do it. I think that MJF and Cody Rhodes should mean more. And I think that they've been slacking on that storyline. This week, they had MJF in a separate angle, uh, a promo package, after Cody Rhodes uh, had a tag team match and had a promo or something like that. When they could have had them in the same segment, you know, and that's like wasting time. We could give somebody else. That's wasting time. You could then tell us a story with Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose earlier in the show, where there's some continuity behind this this match. Um, and we're gonna get it down the line. Um, and it might, they might be just trying to stretch it longer, and that's what it is. However, I think it's um, there's a better utilization of the time you guys are having right now. MJF and Cody Rhodes should definitely be in an angle a, a, a segment together. When we when you know they're backstage, like. Us as wrestling fans are marks. You want to say whatever? We're really our AEW fans are real marks. Put it that way. And I don't want to. I know you want to say something. Just give me one moment to land no, on this no, one. No, go ahead. We're real marks. So we know one uh, that Cody Rhodes just had a match and MJF uh, chose his partner and they lose the match. We know this because of you guys told us this last week. And then you go out and you have an MJF promo later on the night, and he just goes out there to talk shit about Cody. So we all know they're backstage and they're just doing their part on the scene. And, you know, so as your television show is cohesive, I think there could have been more cohesion if you would have had them in the same segment. Even if MJF came out and jumped him after the match, even if, and then cut the promo, that would have been ill. Um, it could have been used better. You know, so I just got to be real when I'm mm. talking about AEW as far as the way you're making us buy in to your characters because then guess what if you if we have that angle instead then i want to see how cody responds next week and then you get a higher ratings bump and i'm not sure if you guys are done trying to be the be, be in the ratings war but i know if i had a wrestling company i would not sleep until i was defeating them and i'm not saying that you should look at them as competition and be uh, you know showing up on tv and calling them out like you guys have been doing but I'm going to look at them as competitions in some degree because I want to see, I want our company to grow. I want wrestling fans to watch us. So, and I think that you guys are, are setting yourself to lose if you guys don't make us from like top buy in from week to week. Um, <clears throat> thank you so much for. Uh, I know I was long winded. Back to you, Bob. No, thank <laughs> you. So, thank, thank, thank to you for actually taking the time out um, to watch AEW for one. Because uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> you didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm talking about you. Like that's some guy, man. Yeah, you know, I know, I know. But that's what that's what CT's talking about. You know, CT's talking about too. I'm not so much of a WWE fan that I won't watch other wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Tonight, I'll probably go on YouTube and watch MLW because there's some matches that I want to see. Mm -hmm. Timothy Thatcher and Loki. I mean, Loki and Davey Boy Smith. R.R.H. just, just had, had final uh, Shane, Shane uh, Taylor and Jay Lethal and won Jeff, the tag title. Yeah, tag title. And then Jeff Cobb. And had, had, I heard he had a really great match with... Uh, 
It wasn't Shane Taylor. It was another dude. But I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing. PCO her. won the fucking world title, nigga. Oh, word? How old is PCO? 51, nigga. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> shout out to PCO, man. No, don't gotta, shout out to PCO. No, you gotta give nah, the guy shout credit. Out to PCO, you gotta nah. give the guy credit. Shout out to PCO. 51. Bro, PCO really fucking rebranded. Re, re, like, when we talk about the Jericho, like, he kind of reinvented his. Not kind of, he did. The nigga, he that was Jock Luke. He was something with the iPad back in WWE. He, he was a, WWE. Was he even a Quebecer? Quebecer, yes, he yo, was. Like, yes, he and was, I'm like, bro. yo, Quebecer's coming back and wrestling in MLW. I was so... as fucking Frankensteiner, nigga. Yo, like the crazy. promo package and everything. Like, so don't get me wrong. Like, there's other wrestling that I peep my eye at. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like if if fucking New Japan gonna give me Kenta and Ishi, nigga, I'm gonna watch yeah. them beat the shit out of each other. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so. So there's wrestling. Speaking of Ishii, I think he was the one who I was talking about Keith Lee a couple weeks ago that had the match back in the day. Oh, Go back, check out I gotta Ishii. Try to find yes, Ishii. Let's check out Ishii and Keith Lee. Amazing match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, shit like that. You know what I mean? So, like, there, there is wrestling for me to go ahead and look in and, and check. Um, I, I, I think, honestly, what it is, man, is that AEW really did not have the foresight. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like they had Like listen I know black wrestling You know He stays out in San Jose You know what I mean Where uh, Fucking the Young Bucks Made their name Out mm-hmm. there Fucking PWG Like He watched them Over this past decade mm-hmm. Grow themselves Into what they are And when now. you're a part of that story And you see it So you see the rise You're, 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 you're like Oh this You're there you're, Yeah you're, So I'm, I'm I'm WWE man like I've been there for, and I've seen again. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had the rubber WCW figures. Mm-hmm. I had the Vader. I had the Chris Benoit. I had the Sting, the colorful face Sting. I had the Hulk Hogan. Like I, I, I had those, but I was WWF throughout. Yeah, you know what I mean. ECW comes along. I had the people that I liked and I watched and I paid attention to, but I was WWF throughout. TNA comes out. You know what I mean? Like. I, I, I see them, but then I see them getting yes, old yes, WWF yes. guys. So and, I'm like, I, and what's, I, what's you know what I mean? So my 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 thing to say that is that they didn't have the foresight to want to like they did what they wanted to do. Let's yeah. let's go ahead and, and put that great. out there. And that's great. They they changed the business. They did. They they changed the business. They put a stamp. They they. Force their name into something that a lot of us sit at our fucking dining room table Listen, and dream about. People look at WWE like Disney, and people say, "Hey, getting into that business is futile." Go before AEW. It's like getting into the business is futile. Even though people are the MLW popping, coming back into the scene, we have uh, Impact who rebranded. You have a lot of people pop um, in, in the UK. There's promotions popping up and across the globe. But as far as getting it on a national television screen, people say, "Hey, yes. that is futile." WWE has that market. Do not go there. So I, I appreciate them having the balls to go out there and do it. I would love to be even one day. I know I talk a lot of shit about EW to be a part of it one day. Even work with work with you guys. However. There's a formula that works, and that's why WWE is the way it is. And For I'm not sure. saying that we are that we should be so as conditioned to that style, but I think there's an alternative formula that lean, leans that. on yeah that leans on the strengths of storytelling that WWE has, but it's completely different. Yes, you know that's a little bit more deeper because even you know? the storytelling that WWE got, they got it from somewhere. Yes, they did. They got it from somewhere, and if you're gonna study, if y'all gonna study that. 
then go ahead and study And that. that's how you really compete. And it's not being WWE. It's being an alternative that really tells deep stories, gets that connection. People grow attachment to your characters over time. And it's not just about, hey, are you going to tune in to see that match? You know, um, speaking of seeing that match, I tuned in to see the Young Bucks and... Uh, um, See, I'm about to say LAX. Uh, Santana Ortiz. I tuned in to see them uh, take on each other in the main event. In a, it looked like it was a TLC match, man. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it looked like it was a TLC match, but it was a um, a hardcore match or a no holds barred match. They had, but they had trash cans too, so I guess it wasn't really just TLC, TLC and C or something like that. CLT, double C, uh, TT LCC. <laughs> <laughs> Could you move that? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I just had to get that one out. <laughs> uh, okay. 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 So, so yeah. Anyways, great match. Great match. I think that they did their thing. However, again, storytelling. I love the spots, guys. I really love the spots. But um, maybe I'm old school. Maybe I am. I feel like I'm talking like an old man now. But you got to make the table spots matter. About the, after like the fourth table spot, the crowd was dead. And every time this t- table happened after that, they didn't really react to it, you know? And it was like, we can see the choreography, you know? And, and that's what we've been, and, and it's cool to see the choreography, but there's a level to go to where you guys are putting these spots in, in good rate places where the choreography is not as, where it's more seamless, where it's not as, um, and people, people like to say it's chore- choreographed, but it, everything's choreographed in wrestling. Yes. You know? So, nah, but, but, yeah, but for sure. we, we for don't, sure. don't want to see it and be like, oh, they're setting up a spot. Oh, look at this. They're setting up another spot. Oh, look, I can see them. Some-. We don't want to be, we want to buy in. And that match was heavily produced. And the, the table spots could have been in way better spots. Now, I appreciate you guys putting your body on the line, but you don't have to. And it could be, it could mean more. You know, and, and I don't mean to be that guy, but it's the truth. And I think the young boys have been hearing this for for years now, and that's just their style, you know. And I'm not trying to get you to change your style, but I know that there is a level to go to where you guys can be even greater than you already are. You guys are one of the, I can't say you guys are the greatest tag team in in the business personally, but you guys have an argument to to have being that, that, that field. And I think you guys, people accept you guys as the greatest tag team in the business I guess that's what the general consensus is, but I personally think there's a level to go to with the Young Bucks that they have yet yet to reach as far as tours telling in their matches. I saw a little bit of it in Japan when they were telling a story with, you know, Matt Jackson having a back injury and, and you know, they would have matches where it, it played into the match, you know, um, and they, but, and then uh, Santana Ortiz, this match, I see that you guys have chemistry, but if there was a little bit of storytelling into it, and you guys really hammer home. And I thought the packages were pretty good too, but I need you guys to hammer home on like, yo, they are the best tag team in the world. Because um, shout out to Santana Ortiz. I, I watched a Chris Van Vliet interview, and okay. they were saying that, oh, should you guys go off the tag team titles? He was asking them. He's like, guys, we want the title of the best. We don't want the title. The title. We want the title of the best, and we get that by beating the Young Bucks. That's what they said. They get the title of being the best tag team by beating the Young Bucks. So when they get through them, maybe, you know, they'll get, go for the tag team titles. But that's the energy I want to hear with that angle. I want to hear mm. them saying, hey, we are the best tag team in the world. Oh, really? You guys think you're the best tag team in the world? We're coming from that for that for that crown here in AEW. You know? And, and, and then have them tell that story through the match. And it means more. So just more substance behind it. And there's ways to tell that story where the fans get it that's not so force-fed. 
and it's just a, it's just a. I know it's, a, I know it's um, a tough balance to, 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 to you know, it's a balancing act to perform how you want to tell your stories in wrestling, and then also telling the match and, and putting on spots and putting on an entertainment match. But you guys are doing a great job. However, I do have some my critiques. Um, more on AEW. Shout out to Big Swole. I think Word. They, I think that they Word. finally got one. I think they finally got a woman they can build a roster around. Take that title off of Riho. I'm sorry, Riho. Love you. You got you have great phenomenal matches. Uh, but you, you need a person that connects with the crowd. Dark. But you need a person who connects with the crowd, and Swole does that. Off now that you put dark. Swole against Awesome Kong. What? Or you put Swole against uh, Naya? Um, excuse me. Uh, I, I, who? I, you're no. asking me about AEW? No. <laughs> <laughs> you should see CT looking at me for I help, don't, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> who's the woman? Uh, well, the transgender one. I didn't want to say it because I want oh, to just label oh, her. Oh, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, Nyla yeah. Rose. Yeah, I just, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, the name, the name. Okay. I said okay. Nia, but yeah. I, it's not Nia. Yeah, it's not Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, yeah. yeah. Uh, but seriously, yeah. Her and Swole can her Awesome Kong Swole, and then you have Riho out in there. You have uh, Britt Baker, and they kind of can round out that kind of main top division. Because I don't really know anybody else. I'm sorry, but AW, I as a fan, I don't really know your women's division like that. You, I'm, I'm beginning to know Britt Baker through Adam Cole, I guess, but that's not necessarily. I know she's a dentist, and that's it. You know, um, tell me more about these ladies, and let, let me let me see them actually develop their stories in the ring. You know. Um, and maybe you guys will never be the place that tells great stories. And eventually I'll get to the point where I'm not going to watch you guys anymore. But at this point, I'm giving you guys the benefit of the doubt. I think this is your first year. And I'm really happy that you guys are doing what you're doing out there. Keep working hard. And hopefully next week we have a better show. Um, with, with that, I just want to piggyback. Uh, shout out to Big Swole for show uh, holding it down. Uh, we, we we wanted to see a little bit more diversity uh-huh. in the company, for sure, in the women's division. Uh, speaking of diversity in the women's division, yo, WWE, what the fuck? Um, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, we we need to see that. You know what I mean? And uh, shout out to TZ again, uh, who yes. made the fucking uh, the 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 intro music. music for Swole. Swole. Uh, so that, Swole. that that's 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 good shit. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think he did Sammy's too. He did Sammy too and Cody. Oh, he did Cody. Checks coming in. Wait, wait, is he, is it, are they changing Cody's music? Because that, that wasn't that's definitely not. Nah, he, yeah, I think yeah, he, I think they're gonna. He got a track. I, I saw him posted. No, he like definitely that. did a track. Yeah, with but Cody. I think they might end up changing it. Which I, I, I hope mean, so. hey, shit. Come on, man. I'm, I'm with it. Uh, you gotta do private party though. That, that they, they, their engine music got to go. Teasy, hot nigga. Their engine music has got to go. Got to go, nigga. Just yeah, you know I mean. So it's a private party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it on it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you know. So um um, we're 50 minutes in the show. Let's talk about the real show of Wednesdays NXT. Um, <laughs> the only show that matters in wrestling. Um, no. Um, NXT came out the gate. Uh, well, we saw Leo and Angel Garza for the Cruiserweight title. Phenomenal match. Phenomenal match. They tore it down again. Oh, I'm, I'm down to see it again the third time. Hell we yeah, gotta, get that, gotta get that rubber gotta match. Get the, gotta get the rubber match yeah. here, my man. Got a Cruiserweight Championship title change on TV. And he proposed to his lady afterwards. That shout was, out to love. So, d- d- double, yeah. double shout out to Angel Garza. Um, and he deserves it. NXT just continues to move in the right direction. Excuse me. When it comes to, like you said, storyteller, um, 
Who is Angel Garza? They gave us a promo at Angel Garza. He has Mexican heritage in his family, like mm-hmm. the Mysterios, like the Guerreros. He wants to bring prestige back to his family. He wants to be the best in this division. Mm-hmm. He came out. He proved it. Yeah. He got over with the women. Uh, and the men can't help but love slash hate him. Yeah, exactly. Mid- he's mid- he's mid- like Shawn Michaels back in the day. Bro, we appreciate the greatness, but we, yo, put your pants on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know? And when you, when you saw him, he's like, he's a star. He's a star. And then I saw him myself, and I was like, yeah, he's a star. He's a star, bro. You know, um, and I think it was the right move. Honestly, I love Leo Rush, but I think it was the right move to put a title on Angel I think Garza had a match with ACH in the tournament, I believe. Or yeah, was it, yeah, was it, yeah, yeah, and I was like, "Damn, that was a star making yes. match for for Garza." Even yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Garza looked great too. So they went, so um so shout out to Garza winning the title. Um, also, I know you wanted. Yeah, I, to, we were there. I know, I know you wanted to mention about the uh, storytelling or the story. Yes, Kushida, Grimes, and Mendoza. I, like, I want to give them a shout out, man. NXT, like, it just feels like it's competitive. You know, mm-hmm. it feels like hey. When you come to watch a wrestling show, these guys are going to go wrestle for a purpose. And they're going to have fights with each other. And it's going to be a brawl. And these guys have no tower around them. We have no real connection with them yet. But they're start, start, starting to build that connection with us and them. And it's it's happening organically. Uh, I, I really like Raul Mendoza. He's a real great, great hand. And uh, Cameron Grimes was starting to get him. He's like, it was just really um, just kind of frantic energy. I guess he's like a frantic wild man, kind of looks like. Um, and then you got Kushida, who is just kind of, it's like kind of being this troll with, with Cameron Grimes getting his hat. And the reason why I bring this up is because just like they did with Pete Dunne, uh, Killian Dane, and uh, Damian Priest, they're really rounding out this cruiserweight division with this, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think that they're cruiserweights. I'm not I'm assuming. Yes, they can probably be going for an NXT championship one day. But why not have these men compete for the cruiserweight championship? Uh, we're starting to connect with them, and the cruiserweight championship is going to mean something as far as, you know, because I think 205 Live, they didn't hit on their storytelling when it came to no. the cruiserweight division. No, they did not. It, it felt kind of cartoonish sometimes. Uh, this feels the NXT kind of storytelling with the Cruiserweight Championship feels right. You know, the NXT kind of like, things are kind of organically developing over time. You know, Leo Rush having that layer with him and his wife and then Angel Garza proposing, you know, I wonder how that's going to play out. You know, like, you know, so it's like, I really, and it's also real. Like, it's not like it's cartoonish. It's real life. You know, it's like real shit. And then, like, yo, you put up on my wife, gotta beat your ass. Oh, I studied, like, even the tweets. And you can turn Leo heel with this. Even the tweets after where Leo's like, I, I watched our match back. I studied the tape. I yeah. made some mistakes that won't happen again. Like, that matters. That matters, yeah. That's just, that, that, yeah. that matters. You and know you can I mean? sell that with it because it's just, it's just competition. You don't got to turn Leo heel. But you could if you wanted to right here. And he would be just as, you know, he'll be refreshed again. Uh, he will be refreshed as a heel. Yeah. Coming to collect. He's he's yes indeed time time, time is ticking time, 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 time is numbered with that title he's coming oh, to collect bro we we're writers man. we're writers all bro way, all no hire us I'm telling you but NEC doesn't need our help because they are yeah, they're, they're, they're doing they're doing a great they're, job they're, they're, they know what they're doing uh, so I'm gonna give you a shout out for just building those characters um and then I want to give a shout out to the Shayna package that Shayna package was dope best bro. producer of the week for bro. me. That maybe on SmackDown it was some actually I know I gotta give it to the package no gotta give it to Shayna package. I gotta get this. Okay. My personal best producer. Gotta give my love 
to the, the Queen of Spades. Bro, uh, it made that Shana, Mustang. It made Shayna look like yo. No matter what you do, no matter what you try to do, and she rat a tat tat off yeah. all the niggas that we. She's like the Thanos of the women's division, Nigga. man. Like it's inevitable, you know. Nigga. It's inevitable. <laughs> you gotta either tap, nap, or snap, nap. Yeah. Like that's just what it is, yeah, bro. Man. So it, like it's 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 badass. And then they did this chain of, I mean, Rhea Ripley kind of showing her her background too. So it, it makes us want to buy into that match when that match eventually comes. And it's not just hey, there's a women's match and. Here's Emi Sakura versus Riho. Care about it. You know, it's actually, okay, we care about because you guys are telling us who these people are. Exactly. Uh, and why this means something so much to them. And I love it. So I got to give them a shout out for that package. It's incredible. Uh, and then, of course, the main event. Come on, man. Oh, my gosh. The Come triple on, threat. Now, before we get to the triple threat, I do want to give my condolences to Dakota. Okay. I heard she got, what, 20 stitches? Oh, 20 staples? Bruh. They set up, if you go back and watch that bump, they set up two tables. They only went through one, and Dakota head clipped the end of the back. Oh. Like, it was, it looked It looked bad. bad. It looked bad. Yeah, but shout out to her for taking that bump. Being a G and still making <laughs> that fucking West Coast trip. Yes. So, shout out to Dakota Kai. Me and um, him, I tweeted that she was the illest. Now, shout out to Wale. I got that line. Illest bitch alive. Realest bitch alive. I didn't call her a bitch. Yeah. I just said illest B. Realest B. Yeah. She liked it. Because uh-huh. she knows. She <laughs> HBIC. I mean, come on. Like, she knows. She knows. Know, um, and I love them making her. I feel like I was telling you earlier before on our pre-production meeting, like, I think she's fit that role that Nikki Cross had of the brawler in NXT. For, yep. You know, and... I think we're starting to really get behind me again. For sure. You know, so any 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 time now she's legitimate, you know, do you have they have, they have legitimate women in the roster where where they can buy into we, we buy into me and him now. We're starting to buy into Dakota Kai now. Uh we're starting to buy into Bianca again. Yep. Uh you know, and we've already bought into Bianca shit. Uh, but I think that they and then you always got in the background, you got Io Shirai and Candice, who are already established over the past couple of months. So whenever they get thrown into the mix, they they have the best women's roster. I've said every single week, they have the best women's roster in wrestling, yeah. hands down. You can't you can't motherfucking go against the grain with that, bro. You can't go against the grain with that. And they're building more. Um, now we do. Uh, I cut you off yeah. for us to get. For now, we can get in the nitty gritty of the fucking. Main event, the triple threat between Finn, Keith Lee, T- uh, Tommaso Ciampa, triple threat, number one's contender match, winner sees Adam Cole this week on NXT live, and Finn comes out on top. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy what you shit. What do you think about Finn winning? I thought it was necessary, unless Johnny was coming back. Here's and a, Johnny's neck is messed up, so Finn has to. Well, we never know. We never know. Um, I mean, Johnny. I mean, I, I don't know. They be coming back from these neck injuries like that, like Johnny and Tommaso. Man. I mean, I hope that Johnny's is not as serious. Kurt as, still yeah, Kurt's popping. Kurt's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, take care of yourself, bro. Yeah, I think he just had a match. Kurt, I heard. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I heard just recently Kurt Angle had a had a match somewhere. I'm like, yo, guys, <laughs> wait, you know, hang it up, man. But seriously, it's incredible that they have Finn feel so refreshed again. He needs to win this to me. I think it just was made sense to me to keep 
his to keep his return to NXT mattering. His future will be his past. I think his I think his return will matter even if he loses. And this is why I say I compare Adam Cole to um, uh, uh, Seth Rollins earlier. You got undisputed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, you, you, got, you, got, you got, got somebody you got right out with yeah. undisputed and having your back. Now, I think his uh, the title, depending on if they're building towards him and Johnny at WrestleMania, which I think is possible if Johnny can get make it make it in time. You put the title on him if, if you feel like Johnny's Johnny's time frame is going to be around that time. If you don't have that set for Mania, then yeah, undisputed. T- I mean, you know, Adam Cole gets the victory with undisputed's help. You know, and Keith Lee takes nothing bad from this. That match was, you know, he looked great as all, as usual. Uh, Tommaso's already been established, and I think that he has his uh, his. What makes his story like impactful is his journey to Goldie. So, sure. so when it finally happens, it's going to be a big moment again. So that journey to Goldie, it can it can be extended. You know, Finn saying my future will be my past. We don't need that to be extended because he's a heel. You know, we can wait on the Tommaso thing because he's a face. And we kind of buy into, like, we want to see him get that title again. Mm. You know, so that's what we, they go with, with Tommaso. So Finn has to get the title at some point, I think, prior to either Keith Lee or, or um, Tommaso Ciampa. I think he's the man to take it off of Adam Cole. Personally, that's how I would go with it. But then, NXT always surprises me, so you never know. Uh, um, outside of that, man, NXT, front to back, I know a lot of people had a problem with all the packages. That no, I love in, it. You need some, but it they had matches. They had Leo Garza. They had Miriam and 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 Dakota. They had Kate, uh, Kaden Carter, uh, uh, Bianca Belair. They had Cameron Grimes and Real Mendoza with Kushida coming up. They had the triple threat. It's two hours, nigga. Yeah. The fuck did y'all work? Yeah, exactly. It's two hours, and I always say if you give me <laughs> two or three moments in a, in a night, and they gave me the main event, they gave me the first match. And, and, and the Angel Garza moment. And they gave you a, they gave big me a great shock, a big shock moment with fucking Dakota taking a bump. And they yeah, gave you the bump. Yeah, and the bump. Yeah, so and the like bump. Three, yeah. Four, three, four moments from the show. Okay, like, what else can you ask for? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and and so that rolls us into yesterday, which was Friday, um, where, I mean, Friday is mainly two characters, right? <laughs> Friday is centered around Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Essentially, that's that's, that's just it. what Friday Night SmackDown is. Um, so you book in the show with Roman. Uh, you know, Roman wasn't that's there because they do have a woman champion there. But it's so sad that they can't get that over. I, no, but go ahead. They can't get that over for the super back. This she's not over. Yeah, we 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 said it last week, man. To make Bailey like we said, it, like Bailey's the most on paper accomplished wrestler. In that women's division, she had the most organic wrestling fan base behind her in that division. And within three going on four years, because she got caught up in 2016. Mm -hmm. Within three to four years, she does not matter. Not one bit in compared to her sisters. Mm -hmm. And the fact of that is, is just they treat her like the little sister. (laughs) Yeah, they treat her like the little sister. Even the promo and everything, bro. Even that Bailey, Sasha's making a rap album. Yeah, why the fuck are you the champion talking about Sasha Banks (laughs) while she's not even on on the show? (laughs) 
It's just like, you know who the real star is? Sasha Banks. That's pretty much what you guys are saying. Every time Bailey's on the screen, you guys are saying, hey, guess, guess, guess what, guys? The real star here is Sasha Banks. Every single time you guys show them two together, that's what you guys I are mean, doing. Well, we kind of know we that. We know that, but you don't do it when, you don't just highlight it again. It's like, oh, we miss Sasha. Pretty much, you guys make me think about Sasha. Bruh, and listen, I don't want to hear that rap album. I, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, front, dog. It depends, it depends <laughs> if it's produced by Dr. Dre. <laughs> Snoop got her, got her to hook up. Snoop, nigga, nigga, Warren G on that bitch. I'm listening to that like a motherfucker, nigga. Warren G, he, he still around? Hell yeah, nigga. Oh, he died. Nah, that's date dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. We're not laughing. Like we're laughing at ignorance. We're not laughing at yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Date dog. Shout out to Warren G. No, man. I mean, it matters. Listen, the tag team, the tag team division. Um, is pretty solid with New Day at the top. Um, they're about to have a ladder match with the Revival. I man, I fu- I don't m- Revival can be MAGA all they want. <laughs> they have good ass tag team dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are a good ass tag team. <laughs> they are really good. Some niggas are, and I'm I use they're niggas. Really- Loosely yes, with those two yes. guys, but they're, they really could, fucking, they're really good. They're good. They're man. really good. The promos too, um, with Scott Dawson, and they're just great. Yeah, man. they're still vibing. Yeah, I don't. A lot of people can be down on them. A lot of people, like you know, we know some homies in the business. You know what I mean? Um, you know that kind of don't like some of their matches or like Red Dragons matches because you know it can only be, um, you know. Uh, certain type of matches with them, but I think okay. the psych—I think the 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 psychology with the revival is different. Yeah, absolutely. You got you got to be a fan who appreciates old school wrestling to some exactly. degree, and just like you know, uh, cutting the ring off. You know, you know moments where they they pull the guy off the rope, um, the, the the corner, getting the referees, getting, get, 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 yeah, getting heat on themselves with you know the match, blind tags and still blind tags, acknowledging it. Like, yeah. What are you doing? like, yeah, shit that, like that needs like, to be have a place in wrestling and yeah. revival. They are the revival. They bring that back, and we need that wrestling. I'm so glad they're here. I'm so guys. We are blessed to have the revival. Just to let you guys know, we are blessed to have that tag team because without them, we would still get that stuff, but it wouldn't feel the same. No, nope. the revival. The, the last, pe- the last tag that made me feel like that is Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. Okay, like yeah. with, like within this, like in my mind, mm-hmm. kind of like just quick Logic, thinking right now, yeah. like logically. The closest tag that make me feel like that is Cesaro That's Tyson a good point. Kid, man. That's a good point. I, I fuck with that. That's you true. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, shout out to Tyson. It's not about dives all the time. You know, they just go out there and just do their shit. What do you say? No flips, no just kicks. No flips, no flips, just Fisting, fists. Fists. Yeah. Um, so, um, but with the tag team division, it's solid. Um, we know Bray holding down the universal title right now is solid. Um, the secondary title right now is Shinsuke is in limbo right now because he's in a tag with Aforemission Cesaro and with Sami Zayn. So they don't have a secondary title. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and like it, so right now it, you know and I the think second- WWE has gone away from booking the secondary title like almost all together. Like when AJ has it, they book it. But outside of AJ's runs they have, or let's say if AJ holds it, they got it. They're going to book no, it somewhere. Miz. If Miz, I'm not about to say that. I'm yeah. about to say AJ, Miz, um, certain people, when you put it on Kevin Owens, they got to put it because these guys are, they will see them as main event stars. But even when you got it on Shinsuke, just try not to be lazy and try to book something. I mean, it may not always hit. And I know you tried things in the past, 
But yo, you, you can make it all just about his artistic vision in, in the ring. We've already tried to make him an artist, but you gotta just make it more of like, man, it's just just competitive. Bro, it's so many bangers right now that Shinsuke can have on bro, Shinsuke and Ali. Like fucking Cesaro doesn't have to be tagging Shinsuke and Cesaro. Shinsuke and Cesaro, exactly. Oh my lord, Shinsuke and Cesaro was smack, nigga. Yo, for TLC, yo, we'll be on board. But and we already got Elster and Buddy. Got Adam Buddy Buddy Lee, I want to shout that out real quick. Free? Yes, but I want to shout that out real quick because we are seeing that this week as well. But they could have the equivalent in Shinsuke and Cesaro for sure. You know, with the title, with involved. the title involved. You know, yep. so uh, man. Uh, and they just have a lot of pieces, you know, and they're trying to figure things but out. But I think with the back to the women's division and, and you know, like I said, it, SmackDown being a two-horse race, uh, it's the two-horse race that matters. I do Listen, want to give, I do see them building people in the women's division. I want to give a shout-out to Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I see them as their future. Mm-hmm. I see them having a future, honestly, both of them. And I want to give a shout-out to Mandy Rose for, uh, I didn't sh- shout it out last week, but her peeling the eyelashes off of Lexa Bliss. I thought that shit was dope. I thought that shit was dope because I thought that was a character building moment for her. We're just showing her that she's vain. So wait, is that, Man- that- Mandy Rose getting a character flashlight? Get thing? a real, real quick character flashlight from Mandy Rose. <laughs> character flashlight from Mandy Rose. She ripped the eyelashes off with Alexa Bliss that week, last week, and I think that her feud with Alexa Bliss is a really underrated storyline right now in WWE. Um, and I think it deserves more attention. I guess I missed it because it was two blondes. I guess so. I guess so. But they're but they're showing them like they have like they have beef. Like they're actually making it seem like they have beef, and okay. it's not like ta- like tacky. You know, you or know how superficial, superficial. Almost. You know, but when when she she made it personal. You know, she took the eyelashes off of her, and she's like was kind of kind of stunning her, like making her look like just just to humiliate her. And um, when they come out and they're having a promo backstage with her and Nikki Cross, um, with the Lexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they just jump them. Like, they just jump them in the middle of their promo. They drag them to the ring. They have a match. That's the kind of shit I want to see in my women's division. Not booking them like they're like they're so proper all the time. And they're like, oh, you know, she was used to be my friend and now she's not my friend. And, oh, yeah, she's a bully. And, oh, you don't really know her and gossiping. I want to see them get busy in the ring. And I want to see them have... Um, just one up each other, you know. As far as physically taking each other on, and also trying to humiliate person, because I think that ought to add a character to Mandy Rose. Um, so yeah, great moment. Two, they had two moments last week on SmackDown with, that was somebody degrading somebody, and it making them look embarrassing. That I thought worked, and that was the eyelashes, and then also the Roman Reigns dog food shit, which I want to give them props because those are moments that I felt like worked. I think the Roman Reigns thing, we're going to see that. We're going to remember that. And then they try to repeat that this week with Kofi. Mm. Uh, he didn't get, they didn't pull it off. Now, quick, now, right there, before we get, listen, two black people on the show, coming at it from a black perspective, and we got a segment called Booking Black. For so sure. we kind of, and we smoke weed. <laughs> we drinking beer right now, yeah. and my baby with the baby mama, I don't even got it right now. Like, we are as black as it gets on this podcast right now. Sure. Kofi, in a ch- quote-unquote, I mean, real life, in a chain, in the handcuffs. Yeah. And, and long extended chain link handcuffs, kind of mercifully hanging from the ring. Does that bother you? No. And and I think that I think that we I can get the imagery is triggering. Mm-hmm. The imagery is very triggering. You know, um, I didn't see it actually personally. You know, but I knew everybody has their sensitivity to some degrees on when they how they perceive 
race in America and race as a whole. When you see you're telling art with a person of blackness, just black color, black skin. But they did do this last week with Roman, you know. So um, I guess I would have been triggered if I didn't. They didn't do it previously with Roman. Maybe I wouldn't like, yo, that's kind of a, a bad look. Um, but they got mad about the Velveteen Dream thing you said, you know. And I don't, I can't always say that them getting heat using a black man is. Racist. They sometimes mm-hmm. it's a wrestling guys. Like I, they just did it this past week with Roman, and you guys didn't say shit. So it was a racist well, way with Simone. Well, but that's because you also say Samoans are black. I <laughs> kind of on the other side of that. So two niggas hanging. Yeah. So did you? But did you think Roman was was a racist with Roman when you when you saw no. it? Were you like, oh. no, no, no? I've seen them. I've seen in my time frame of watching wrestling enough handcuffed. Segments uh-huh. or um, quote unquote, bo- you know, bonded segments. You uh-huh. know what I mean? To where someone has to be restrained or isolated for someone to do something to them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I saw Shane McMahon handcuffed in that same manner and yeah. got his balls electrocuted. <laughs> against- was that right? <laughs> <laughs> that was inhumane. Nigga. He got castrated, nigga. I didn't have those kids after Yo, that. Yo, I know, right? You got mad kids too. It's balls of steel. Uh, is, that, is that McMahon? That's <laughs> the, you got the grapefruits because they got the grapefruits. That's <laughs> you can withstand a ball execution. But seriously, guys, let's take it easy on WWE when it comes to these things because you're really handcuffing them when they want to tell stories of black wrestlers. If you're saying that this was racist, then they then they don't then they don't want to even work with Kofi because it's like, oh, mm. hey, we don't even want to work with Kofi because if we write anything with him with him us getting heat on him in any way, it's racist. We have had it the entire way with the the feud. Oh, he did not having matches that we want. Oh, he's not. They're gonna they're going to just look at us like a whiny, atmospheric fan who. So how do they, how do they get it right? You know how do they get it right with Kofi if if you guys can't. Get heat on him that way, like how? So, what do you always want him to always win and just always be looked at in a great, great light? This is the storylines. This is storytelling, you know. And speaking of storytelling, I think WWE has a way of telling stories. And I want to get to Barry in a moment, but yeah, real quick, sure. I want to touch on storytelling. Yeah, for sure. Every show, I want to make a note this week that every show we saw this week um, had a storyline that I can invest myself into. And there's one show that did it. Mm-hmm. That's AEW, and I think that I think that every show needs a mature storyline, a mature moment for our us wrestling fans to say, "Hey, we can buy into it every single week." Now we can have our Archus, we can have our Orange Cassidy's, we can have our Guggenhagens, we can have our No Way Jose's. But as wrestling fans, like us grown men, we've been watching forever. We need a mature moment. I think we got that with Seth. Mm-hmm. I think we get that with the. Probably everything in NXT is like, you know, just are perfect for us. Uh, we get that on Raw, I mean, on SmackDown, where it's like we can tell they're putting Karen and Bray. And we get it with Roman, where they're actually taking time to tell a story. Now, I do feel like there's ways to tweak storytelling to make it better. and I can, But I want to give props to you guys telling a story with these guys. And AEW, you got to step the ball up when it comes to your main event storytelling. And telling that storytelling so it's... Uh, I don't mean to keep saying it, but telling it where it's synced, you know, telling it where it's mature, because not the entire roster is going to be uh, goofy, you know. And I like, I, you know, not I don't want the entire thing to be all shenanigans. Uh, immature, immature, you know. I want some more sophistication and seriousness put into your storytelling and taking the time to do it, 
so you can have one moment during the week, during the show, that's like, okay, this is where shit is serious. And I haven't really got that from AEW this week. Um, I think... Or a couple weeks, so far as the storytelling, they've had great matches, but the storytelling has been off as far as being and making it feel like, you know, serious. Well, I mean, with storytelling, it also comes in a place of sensibility or, or, or prison perspective, um, um, uh, privilege per se. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we had the conversation about Street Profits <clears throat> doing a Saturday Night Live bit. If two white guys did it, I don't know if it would have had that much resistance because, hey, white guys do goofy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. W- you know, so, you know, when it comes to the writing of it, we have a lot of white people in the writing room, man. A lot of people don't have our sensibilities of what it, like, we can watch a white director, white writer make an action film all we want mm-hmm. and kind of be enthused or write a thriller and kind of be there. You know what I mean? But when it comes to our comedy or our subjectivity, when it comes to art or something like that, we not we, we, we may not be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it's certain tropes that can be followed throughout in television slash film that I think wrestling gets away from because they try to get a little bit too cute. I feel you. I feel you. You know what I mean? Without, like you said, the essence you, you're of story. Pretty much, you're pretty much hitting the nail on the head. It's just like... They try to get too cute, you know. They try to get to the point where they're 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 wink winking all the time, right? And, and like, you don't have to, like right now, like like you said, we, we're going to get to the brace stuff. We're going to get to right now, bro. Having, have, bro, having a sit down interview with Miz is formulaic. Uh-huh. Having it in his house is formulaic. Having someone intrude to his house is quote unquote formulaic. But the way yeah. they did it is just intricate. Unique. It's unique. It's different. It's spot on. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it is. It's, it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Mike? Yeah. Mike? You're like, what's up? <laughs> we already know. Come here real quick. So we're like, we already know Bray's yeah. in the crib. Yeah. How's Bray's in the crib? What's going on yeah. with Bray in the crib? We're, 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 trying to, we're trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Nigga, it's dolls. And the baby's crib, <laughs> Oh, I got to kill you, nigga. Like, and that's real life. Yes. That's real yeah. life, real, bro. Yeah. Like, it ain't, a, and this match ain't about a title. That's true. It's not. It's not about a title. It's not about, you know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. not for the championship. And it's a point being proved right now that no matter who comes in contact with Bray Wyatt, your demean, your Insides are different. Yeah, it's, it's good. you're gonna be torn up. You're torn. You're, you're a different person I, I, afterwards, bro. Yeah. Listen, no matter what Miz is going to do, no, no going for it, he's gonna be more defensive. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a lot more aware. He's gonna be a lot more like, oh, this can't happen to me. That's changing somebody. And this is, mind you, this is a Bray Wyatt Miz wrestling match. But we give a fuck. We say we see all these little intricate layers, and we're like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. And the way they bridge this from Daniel Bryan to the Miz, like that's some NXT shit right there, bro. Just to that's give us a, just to give us a breather. Yes, yes. And it was just so seamless, and it made sense. Um, so shout out to WWE killing it with that writing for Bray Wyatt and giving them the freedom to do that because it, it it it's point. It's like pointing on to his character. It's pointing on to what the Miz is going through. You got Miz and Miss is going on. You guys use all your tools in a perfect manner to give a great segment that I'm going to remember for, for like a, like, come on. 
No, no, that's Remember when Bray Wyatt that, went and put the dolls in Mrs. Chris? Oh, like, that was fire. Yo, and then... Oh, well, Miss, you can't be just you can't your say, wife. You can't say your wife in, in the first. <laughs> we saw that. Bro, the nigga ran upstairs like, okay, you going. <laughs> Yo, but... But even that, you know, like the question that left that she left on was like, "Oh, are you are you afraid?" And then he didn't get to answer. So like Renee asked him, "Are you afraid?" And he didn't get to answer before he, she's like, but "Mike." We, but we know. But we know he's afraid. You can see it. Dog. He let her in. Bro, first. he he he's afraid, bro. Yeah. He's afraid. Mm-hmm. He's afraid for him, his family, because again, like layers, bro. Bro, he went through. If Seth put him through like the fucking you know sound electric. Mm-hmm. Pyrotech shit mm-hmm. I think he got up And gave him a mandible claw So <laughs> outside of Motherfucking shooting This nigga <laughs> Miss is gonna have A time on his hands Bro For like, real you know, Let's go red You can't kill this guy You can't so, kill this guy bro um, I'm now invested In that match And yeah It was it was, it was on It was spot on It was good It's perfect Um. So um, we, we, You know We wrapped up Smackdown So do you wanna do Book and Black Or do you wanna do Business and Logic Book and Black And Business and Logic Kind of lit Kind of linked. Kind of linked. But we can start with uh, Book and Black. Let's go. Let's Book and Black Ricochet today. Book and Black Ricochet. Book okay. Black Ricochet. So um, another hot topic of wrestling Twitter, um, <laughs> Black wrestling Twitter for that being is Ricochet and Seti, Cedric Alexander had a match, unadvertised match on main event, which shows <laughs> on Hulu, which is now can be on the WWE Network. Yeah. So it's a match. Uh-huh. A match that never happened before on the Indies. It never happened on the Indies. Either? For a first time ever in the career. Okay, wait. Now I get why people are upset. I, I'm not saying that. I thought they were upset just because oh Ricochet's on main event. Um, but saying that it's the first time ever, this could have been a moment. Like honestly, now I don't. Ma- I don't mind having it. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn on. I'm gonna definitely turn on the network. <laughs> and I'm gonna watch <laughs> it. Watch and it. I get why they're doing it. You know, for for wrestling fans. Um, but. Ricochet is so much bigger than main event, and I get why people are upset. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that they're next. They should no, be reacting sure, the way sure. they do on Twitter, but I get the frustration with seeing, having this match randomly. You, you, you expect them like, all right, I tune into Raw, SmackDown, and I see maybe you, you, you know, you, you know, you, you watch maybe you watch all three of them. You know, maybe you don't. Or maybe you just watch NXT, but you want to see a Ricochet setting match. If you're a wrestling fan, you want to see a Ricochet setting match. If I gotta now take time out of my day to t- turn on the network and find it, yeah, it's like man, you could have just built the, this storyline. But that's the business it. behind it. I get so, it. So again, main event usually is taped before Raw. They which, got our, our subscription. They but. they got our subscription, but um, main main event is taped before Raw or at seven. This also is an indication. This is why I said business and logic. This is also an indication that if WWE is in your town, get the fucking wrestling on time. Okay. If Raw starts at 8, a lot of niggas going to get to the venue about 7.30, mm-hmm. 7.45, drag their ass, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, so they can be you on TV. You don't know what you might miss. You don't know what you're going to miss. I miss WrestleMania fucking the women, uh, when I went to New Orleans. I missed the Cruiserweight Championship match. I missed Cedric versus yeah. Ali. Okay. I missed the fucking Women's Battle Royal with the NXT women ch- coming in and fucking solidifying themselves. I miss being on fucking TV behind Booker T and shit with my Crispin Washer. <laughs> like, get to the venue early. I-, I-, I think that's the business behind it. Also, listen, 
Weak been in bed with Hulu long before all these other niggas been in bed with Hulu. Mm-hmm. We don't have an exclusive. All our, our shit can be found on Hulu. Can't find it on Netflix. Can't find it nowhere else. You either get the WWE Network or you go to Hulu. Hulu's probably like, nigga, we ain't making no money off you, bitch. Ain't nobody coming to watch this shit, nigga. They probably doing their analytics and shit like main that. Main event? What the Like, listen, we're going to cut this we shit, We're going to cut this shit, dog. Stop lying. You feel me? So, like, you just also, I also put this too. This is my, my third point. Yes, main event and AEW Dark are advertised different, but they're both dark matches. Now, granted, WWE uh, AEW is also doing AEW Dark to combat main event, and they're doing, a, great, and they're doing a good job with it. People they, are paying attention to Dark. Pe- people are paying attention to Dark, which is cool. Um, so AEW is using their resources, and I get why people are mad because WWE didn't use their resources. Yeah. But again, this is also just a humbug type shit. Let me see realistically how many eyeballs will go. And watch this show. Also, yeah, this is a barometer for see how this you moves. You see, see how um, this moves. Yeah, um, because I, we, if we got people in catering and I ain't doing shit, nigga, we gonna go you and send you out there to warm the crowd up exactly. at seven o'clock. This and it speaks to the testament of how deep their roster is on Raw, as far as talent wise. Um, uh, but bringing it back full circle to Ricochet, he's he's a generational talent, man. Mm. He, there's a video of Ricochet talking about Ricochet of how he's crazy. He's like he does it so seamlessly. Yeah. And you know I'm a huge Ricochet yeah. fan. You know that I talk about Ricochet being a freaking savant in the ring. We all it's, it's undeniable. So they gotta put him in this in, in, in something, man. They gotta keep him in the mix and keep and that's why I'm like him and Ricochet should have a match at TLC. Him and Rey Mysterio should have had an angle at TLC. I thought that you could have made him into into the main event picture with Brock. I think you can make Ricochet pretty much put him anywhere, but just you gotta have him develop his character over time because he could. And I know he, I know we're not going to Ricochet for the character. Mm-hmm. However, if you put a, a character on Ricochet, it's not a stupid ass superhero shit. I'm sorry, it's not gonna move. The superhero thing is not going to make him become a megastar that he should be. You want to really, you got to tell his tell his story through and through, whether it's a baby face or a heel, because yeah, I think he could be a heel too. You got to, I, 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 I think he's more baby face, don't be wrong. Wait, you don't think, you don't think, uh, you don't think, you don't think a superhero ricochet. I think a superhero ricochet, it's cool to brand him that and you can put the t-shirts and all that stuff. Don't lean too heavily on it. You got to have ricochet also say, okay, you can't just be like, he's a superhero and he does cool stuff. Right now, okay, fine. He's he's new to the roster. It's his first year on the main roster. Cool. Come next year, 2020, I need Ricochet to break the fuck out as far as being a main roster figure. They're putting time and in investing into it. I need it to happen next year because they're going to miss the, 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 the gate with him. Like we've been saying, WWE misses the gate on a lot of things. We are talking on the phone the other day about how they missed the ball with Bayley and her, her crowning at WrestleMania. They missed the ball with the Shield match at WrestleMania. Uh, they'd always put things in too early. They wait too late. Wait too, or wait too late to have make things happen. Um, Ricochet needs to be told... There, need, there needs to be a story to tie us to be emotionally connected with this guy. Because he's too talented to waste on main event continuously. And I'm not sure if it's... Uh, they put the title on him already, yes. But you got to have him kind of be the kind of character he was in NXT. Where he's kind of very confident... In his, in his skills. Kind of braggadocious about, hey, I'm, I I always have a shot. King because, Puma. Yeah, King Puma. I always have a shot because I'm better than all of you guys. 
You know, I don't care how tall I am. doesn't matter how, how small I am. Spider-Man always knows he has a shot. You want to tell you he's a superhero? Fine. Spider-Man doesn't come out there and like, hey, guys, I just hope we, I can get a shot. Hey, guys, I just hope I can, you know, just go out there and compete. Hey, guys, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll meet you in the ring. You know, it's not that. Spider-Man is confident in his abilities. Spider-Man is confident. If you want, and Ricochet needs to be confident in his abilities when he goes out there. He did it in NXT. He was very, super charismatic when he's in NXT. It's like a completely different man on Raw. I'm sorry. It just like, looks like a completely different Ricochet. So, booking Black, put him in, the, uh, get the title on him by WrestleMania, the United States Championship, and have him have a banger of a match. Again? Would be, I would put back on him. I'll switch brands. They, were, they, just, they just did the brand split. They can't. They can do whatever they want. No. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Ricochet and Shinsuke for the Intercontinental. It's either Ricochet or Alistair Black needs to get that title. One of those two guys. What's title? The United States Championship. Eventually, Ricochet albums to Alistair Black or Andrade, but I would I would hold off with Andrade. I would honestly put it on Ricochet or Alistair Black. I would throw Andrade up to the to the main event WWE Championship. Nah, Andrade's not ready for the, the WWE Championship because the WWE Championship is Brock Lesnar. And if it was Seth, I would have had it. Mexican food. Then put Alistair there. Alistair and Brock? That's totally. Oh, that's fine. So Alistair and Brock. Alistair That's and Dutch and food to Brock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was eating everybody up. Um, but then, uh, and then maybe Andrade and Ricochet at WrestleMania. You know? like uh, And not, or like towards, like within the time frame between now and WrestleMania, those guys are competing with Rey Mysterio for the championship. Like Randy Orton, do, do something with Brock. Let Drew McIntyre do something with Brock. Those guys there. But Ricochet deserves to have a spot where you're building him. So down the line, you have a main eventer. And I don't feel like they're doing, they, I don't think they see what they, what they got with him. Well, I think they do. Like, let's be real. Ricochet just got caught up this year. That's true. He just got caught up, and it was Mania season. He got caught up. His last NXT match was, we were there. We were in NXT Brooklyn. But since he got Brooklyn. caught up, it was him and Alistair's and tag team. They have yet to to make him feel like he's important at all. He just had matches. They have, moments. though. They, they, listen, I believe that they have. But again, with WWE, they work backwards, and they figure out who they have in the process. All right, put him in Elimination Chamber. I think that will work. I think that will work. I think him in the Elimination Chamber or Money in the Bank. That's true. Like right. so, so he ha- he will That's have the, line, but yeah. he will have the ability to be a star made guy. Not I do I do think twenty twenty be the year Ricochet. I think right now it is a lot of filling in the blanks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know Bray came back. They really kind of did not anticipate Bray to be. The blast off, because I don't even think Bray was in the title picture. <laughs> okay, I don't think I don't yeah, he think might not have been. I don't think Bray was in the title. I think Bray was a character that they were going to also kind of use to get other people over, which he has been doing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Bray was a title yeah. holder. So like if they knew what they got, they probably would have just jumped him right into a SummerSlam or something like that. But they didn't. They waited on they, it. They, and, and again, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the, I, again, I, I think for for with, with, with Rico, like I, I I do think they know. I do, and, and the reaction they, to Hell and Cell, but but you're going back. Yeah, to show, I yeah. do. I do think they know. They they. I think they have an idea. I'm trying to figure out where because you know Vince doesn't really do the body type kind of, but Ricochet doesn't look like the normal body yeah. type. But still, with Brock being his head guy and Ricochet, you can see the disparity. Kind of like where you see Brock and yeah. Kofi, you see the disparity. Like when 
Shorty was watching. Um, Shorty was watching SmackDown with me Friday. You know what I mean? And she, she was surprised that Kofi had a six month title reign. Like yes, <laughs> Kofi had a six month title reign. Also, she was surprised how bigger Baron Corbin is to Kofi, yeah. and she asked the logical question. How does Kofi beat Corbin when he's that big? <laughs> so that goes into decision making. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like that goes into decision making. You uh, know what I mean. And, so, and, and I feel you. And, and of course, you know, uh, we all because I look at it as fiction. I look at it as like it's real. I look at it as hey, you know, you can tell a story with anybody. You've done it with Daniel Bryan, done it with Kofi. Tell a story with Ricochet, make him feel like he matters. Put that title on him down the line. Uh, <clears throat> maybe he gets money in bank because they, they haven't had a face money in bank in a minute. Uh, and he, that moment, that moment would be crazy, but yeah, put him in the elimination chamber, uh, and I want to see a big twenty twenty for Ricochet um, um, going forward. Yeah, I, I think I think Rico that that would be great for him. Um, having him solidify himself twenty twenty, I think that would be a big step forward. Also, I think merch would be in another position for him too. I think they'll be able to go ahead, and, and that's another reason why he's kind of like steadfast because he's a money maker. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so right now we keep you in limbo to see if you can sell merch in a limbo status. And, and then we know we can go ahead and put a rocket on you. But don't wait too long. You know, we talk about W skipping people. You guys have so much talent. Yeah. You got so much talent on that Raw roster. You got so much talent on SmackDown that it's just like, you know, do it now. And yeah. may not seem like it's the right time. Trust us. Do it now. Yeah. Trust us, Alistair Black. Do it now, Andrade. Do it now. Whatever you guys want, give them the segments that you guys but want. Give them the time. Do all of them now. You no, know, not all of them. But you know what I mean by like do it now. Boss. It's like what I mean is, <laughs> I see you guys working with them. One of them got to be your next guy. One of them has to be your next guy. That's it. That's it. On SmackDown, you got Ali, um, and who else they got on SmackDown? Don't bring Lars Sullivan back and, and make him a guy, and then skip on Ali. Or, you know, don't do that. Don't do dumb shit like that. You know, so I hope just you know to wrap that up. Just use him right. You know, use Ricochet right. Um, so <clears throat> alongside with that uh, business, you know, go with the the logic of business kind of the re- that's Ricochet, like you said, it's intertwined. Um, logic of business. Uh, we're going to wrap up with this, Cody. You must have heard our pot. <laughs> You came humble, <laughs> but we don't want that shit, nigga. Keep that same energy as we say, bro. Uh, no, we can't me? tell him to be humble and then tell him to keep the same energy. If, if he's being humble, like you said, and he's being humble, cool. He's being humble. However, like I said earlier, um, with, with between the NXT, AEW thing back and forth, um, I've been instigating this shit for a long time because I don't give a fuck. I want to see competition. <laughs> uh, it's not like I'm taking this too seriously. I'm not like, oh my God, AEW is so much better. Oh my God, NXT. It's because... I honestly want to see, hey, how do you book a wrestling TV show? And how do you really tackle and, and compete with WWE? And I want Cody to come to this thing, and I like that he made a statement. But now, yo, don't come back with some, you know, it starts with me, you know, uh, you no, know, he need apologize. To put a, he, you can be a, you can be, you can he be humble to put a rain on those fans. Because if those fans say anything out of pocket live in Tampa, they get in hands. And that was a rhyme oh. right there. <laughs> Bars, holla at me, TZ. You think that you think that might be a real? It might just might end oh, up in that, real heat. Oh, it's yo. Those fans are going to say something that's going to get them fucked up in real life. What? <laughs> oh, see, you're not on Twitter as okay, much. Okay, okay. It's a divide as of AW fan and and WWE fan. 
WWE fan is a little bit more of a mixing pot with the gumbo. AEW is just white rice. Okay. And if you get my analogy, <laughs> you get my analogy. You know what I mean? Like something. So. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No, and, and, and those fans, will, you think they'll get themselves fucked up because they say some dumb shit? Oh, man, listen. NXT fans will get themselves fucked up for saying shit. Like, NXT fans are, are still getting um, their heads handed to them because NXT, again, is a niche fan base that is kind of like AEW that will have homophobic and xenophobic and transphobic and oh. shit like that, slurs and shit be, like, like fans be that, fan, that. But, but that's what I'm saying. It does start with Cody being able to man up and say that. But it takes Cody to be a man and be like, listen, we taking L's. But yeah, maybe he does listen to us. Because I was saying the same thing last week where I was like, yo, don't acknowledge them. Be your alternative if you really want to be your alternative. And just do your thing and do it well. Do it because I feel like they have creative minds there. Cody's a great creative mind. He, he, he's knocked everything he did in the WWE out park. Every character he did in WWE, for sure, he sold it and he bought into it. I so still I love think dashing. Dashing is great. Even broken, like when he's kind of broken, like, Cody. Yeah, when no. he broke his nose, crazy. He was all demented. Stardust. You know, people loved all the shit he did. And that that theme song. Fire. Yes. he killed everything. So put that mind into creating this new alternative to wrestling and never even look back with WWE. Never look back. You already burnt the bridge. You know, you, you don't talk about working with them and all that stuff. I know you guys have a, you can have a working relationship, whatever, down the line, whatever. You got friends still there. You got friends still there. I, I'm not saying you got to not, you know, be that animosity with real people in your real life. And um, But no, they are your competition. And go out there and try to put the best art together. Don't acknowledge them as if you're your little brother barking at the sky, you know, a dog barking at, barking at the sky. You got to do your own thing. How do we make this MJF Cody Rose thing matter? How do we make Dean Ambrose, I mean, well, John Moxley, I'm saying Dean Ambrose still, John Moxley and Chris Jericho matter? How do we make uh, Luchasaurus matter? How do we make the Young Bucks and, and Santana Ortiz matter? And take the time to uh, get everybody together on the same page and tell stories that have not been told together in, in wrestling. Because I know Cody's a storyteller. If anybody there is a storyteller, I know Cody is. Because he has, he's, 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 he, he knows old school wrestling. He's Dusty's son. Dusty was a storyteller. He had a great match with his brother that I think was uh, a, um, a, match, a contender for match of the year, honestly. So when it comes to your approach to AEW, I don't want you taking the foot off the gas. I feel you. You want to end that quell that noise on Twitter, and I'm not on Twitter that much, so I don't know how toxic it is. And you do need to be the the, the leader in that aspect of saying, "Hey guys, chill out," but don't take the foot on the gas as far as AEW because you guys being good and creating great art on, in, in the wrestling atmosphere makes WWE have to work that much harder. And don't let them rest on their laurels like, "All right, we got this." Yeah, don't, and then we don't, start getting don't shit. Come off the hood. Don't let niggas off the hood. And then we start getting shit wrestling on WWE too because they don't care once 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 Impact stopped. Uh, even being a threat, they took their foot off the gas, and they're For like, sure. "Yeah, you guys gonna come here every single week, no matter what." I mean, I'm still there every single yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not, yeah, but you know, but they don't but have yeah. they have no in, in, in like, like you know intuition in, to you know what I mean, like to, to up, you know initiative yeah. to like yeah, to, initiative to, to, initiative to, to make their show better. You guys have changed the business. Keep going. And uh, yeah, be 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 unique, be be brand new. You know, change the business for real. Keep, you know, go out there and kill it. Just like we're doing right here, changing the business. You know what it is? Minute forty, uh, hour forty minutes on the pod, man. Straight wrestling. 
Just like that. Now I'm talking about y'all catch us next week. Anything else? Nah, you guys take care. Have a good night. <laughs> I, I, I probably forgot it. Probably something I remember after the show. But you guys take care. Have, have a good week. And I hope you love the show. Did we do our predictions? Huh? Predictions? Oh, TLC predictions before we get out of here. Yeah, let's go ahead and do TLC predictions. It's seven matches on the card. All right. We got um, Viking Raiders versus TBD. Don't know what that means. So we'll, <laughs> figure, out, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Okay. <laughs> that uh, means Viking Raiders win. Viking Raiders win. We got Rusev and Bobby Lashley in the tables match. Don't I think care. Rusev goes over. I don't care at all. Um, yeah, I think Rusev's going over too. I think I had to choose, but we got uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte and Becky in a TLC match for the tag team titles. You say that Oscar and them are going to drop it? Yeah, I think that I don't want them to drop it. I really don't, but I think they're going to drop it. Yeah. Okay. I I think that Oscar and Kyrie Zane are going to maintain. I think they're going to okay. retain. Okay. Alistair and Buddy Murphy. Buddy's getting it's he's, he's getting got yeah it's yeah, he, <laughs> he's gone he's gone. Alistair got that one. Um, we got New Day revival and a ladder match for the uh, SmackDown tag team titles. Um, I see revival winning. Revival New Day and a ladder match. I see revival winning. Uh, yeah, um, I'm just going to be New Day just to be contrarian. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got Corbin and Reigns in a TLC match for nothing at stake, nigga. I don't know why this match is happening, bro. It's just It could have been Roman and Shinsuke. And it could have been, like, or, or, or like I said, the Usos coming back. Imagine Usos coming back when Roman had the dog food on him. And you guys hear the Usos, and he just they come and they they save Roman, and they have a triple or six man tag TLC match. That would have mattered a lot more than this, but no one cares about this, unfortunately. Even though you guys did do a good angle, uh, Roman's winning this. So that's why we don't care because we know Roman's winning this. And the match of the night, uh, Miz and Day, uh, Miz and uh, Bray Wyatt singles match, no title. Oh come on, Miz, everybody knows. Miz is winning. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm oh, joking. <laughs> Miz ain't winning shit, man. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that's our predictions for uh, TLC. Um, we'll be watching it, um, and we'll give you our analysis next week when we break down the week that was. So thank you guys for listening. Peace out.